1: Back into it. It's hour two. It's tail varsity radio, presented by Currency. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal. Let's check in with the pride of Ord Husker basketball standout Andy Markowski on and a bit of a roadie as uh, the Pious girls head into uh, Cardi tonight. Andy, how we doing? How's how's the road trip?
2: Yeah, it's a uh, straight shot on I eighty with no uh, with no ice or snow, Schmidt. So not not too bad for a Tuesday.
1: We'll take it right before January taps out. Good, uh, good call there, Andy. Uh, a tough uh, matchup tonight for Nebraska basketball. A lot of things got to go right. Let's go back to Maryland here. The, any momentum? I know a loss is is there's minimal momentum for for that. But any any good takeaways from Maryland into Illinois that you saw?
2: Well, I, I thought. You know, I think Fred alluded to it offensively. Um, you know, they 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 did some good things. They shot over fifty percent from the floor, which up to that game they were eight zero in games that they had done that. Um, so you know, I think that's a positive. Uh, that you know, they got uh, some contributions off the bench. Obviously, you know, Sam Hoyberg came in and and played really well. But you know, I, I think their their warts. Uh, You know, we're going to be hard to overcome. Uh, You know, the the amount of turnovers they had, especially the live ball turnovers that ended up being Maryland points, and and they they just don't have the length uh, defensively, so you're starting to see them foul, you know, much more than they did prior to the Bantamallon and Gary injuries. But, you know, any time that you go on the road and, and you play good offensively, you know, you hope that carries into the next game.
0: Andy, what have you made of, of Sam Hoiberg and, and his role off the bench? It, it, it's been rumored and, and people have been calling for maybe getting Sam Hoyberg some more minutes or even getting him into the starting lineup. What is your reaction to just how Sam Hoyberg has played after you know a whole year of not playing much at all and now stepping into a bigger role?
2: Well, I, you know, I think the role that was asked of him it was to come in and, and provide some energy and, and make open shots, and, and he did that. I mean, if, if he could continually... Know, shoot the basketball at, at the clip he shot at that Maryland. I, I think you have to find more minutes there. Now he doesn't have have the length and you know defensively as as teams uh, you know a start to, to study that. You know what what do they take advantage of there, or B do they start to, to maybe take his open shots away? Right, sometimes you're off the scouting report for a couple of games. The Big Ten is you know it, you know most people say it's the second best scouted league, uh, only second to the NBA. Right, so like yeah. their coaches aren't going to let you know, um, players hurt them uh, w- w- without scheming and-, and making sure they take things away. So, you know, they they need help. They need help scoring, and, and-, and Sam provided that. And if he continues to do that, I-, I agree that he probably should see more minutes.
1: Andy Markowski is with us here of City Radio, Nebraska, Illinois. Tipping off at 6 tonight, the line minus 14 uh, for the Illini. And you look at in Nebraska, what's plagued them, for a while has been scoring droughts, the turnovers you mentioned, and, you know, what's the personnel like to play high-level defense? That was their identity, what they hung their hat on. Uh, up until the injuries, they're still trying. They just don't have the personnel. Glass and rebounding are going to be so important tonight. And do you think Nebraska can, can take better care of the basketball, or is that more of a product of who's been on their schedule, uh, some really talented teams that, that are – equally good at turning out in defense into offense?
2: Well, they, they have to. and You know, certainly um, you know losing, you know, Vanderbilt, we talk a lot about him defensively, but he, he was also their second, you know, uh, secondary ball handler um, behind Sam. So, you know, they, they, if you're going to turn it over, it, it, it can't lead to offense. In the, in the Maryland game, uh, we had a lot of, you know, mistakes where, where those ended up being dunks and, Transition basket. So, you know, there's games that you can turn over 15 or 16 times um, and, and you just don't give up baskets. You, you know, you travel or you throw it out of bounds. I mean, those are much better turnovers than live ball. So, I, you know, certainly Illinois' defensive pressure will, will bother us. Uh, we'll, we'll turn it over, but can you keep that in the, the 12 to the 14 range versus the 16 to 18 range? Because it can be a big difference on whether you're competitive or, you know, you, get, you lose by 15 to 18 on the road.
1: Andy, we, we look at this Nebraska team right now, and what have you noticed body language-wise, spirit-wise? They're, they're still fighting, but they're also fading. And it's, uh, you know, what, what answers can you have? And what's, I, I hate saying this word, but what's winnable on their schedule as you look uh, towards the rest of the season?
2: Yeah, I, I feel like the fight is, is still there in this group, right? You, you hope you have good leadership, uh, you know, with, with Walker and, and Greasel being, you know, seniors. And then, you know, Band-Amel and Gary appear to be engaged still on the bench. So you, you, you hope that can, can continually energize, especially the young kids that have been through the, you know, the 20-game Big Ten grind for the first time. That can get long, it's, you know, just turning the calendar into, into February. Um, I do think the schedule uh, gets a little easier. You look at Wisconsin, Penn State, um, you know, at, at home, they have Minnesota at home. I think the talent level for, for all three of those teams is not a big gap uh, against Nebraska. And then you go on the road to Iowa, a team that, uh, you know, I thought we, 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 we guarded really well uh, at home with, the, with one of our three conference wins. So I, I do think the schedule gets. A little easier, but, you know, it, it's, it's uh, you know, tonight is going to be extremely challenging. I thought Illinois really physically dominated us in Lincoln, and, and, and now you go play that same team on the road. I, I think that's going to be a, a big ask. But, you know, I do think there's some gettable games, uh, especially at home down the stretch here.
0: Yeah, well, with those gettable games, Andy, how crucial do those feel to you? And I guess the heart of this question is, does this final stretch of this season feel like the beginning of the end for Fred Hoiberg?
2: I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, certainly the, the expectation, you know, going into this season was to improve from, from you know, not a very good season a year ago. Uh, I feel like they, they did that. I feel like the, the culture and the character of the team uh, it was better. I feel like the kids they brought in represented Nebraska and what our fan base, you know, want, wants to uh, rally behind a program. You know, unfortunately, we, we do lose a couple of those. I, I have liked the minute uh, that, that some of our freshmen have played. If you can you know, mix those in with uh, a couple marquee transfers like we did a year ago, um, you know, can you get in the middle of the pack in the Big Ten? So I, I don't know if I'm ready for, you know, this February stretch to, to decide the fate of Fred. I think Trev Alberts has proven that, you know, he, he knows uh, – you know, what he wants out of our athletic program, what, it, what he expects out of each coach and each team. You know, I, I think he's got to, you know, he evaluate that and, and then, you know, uh, you know make that decision. If Brett if, if is given time, um, can, can he get in the top half of the league or, or do you feel like there's just not enough consistency there where you've got to move on and make a change? So, um, you know, certainly if, if the bottom falls out and the young kids don't compete and, and you know, there's a um, – Transfers at the end of the spring. I think you, you know, the, the answer to that question is you probably move on. But you know, if these freshmen can grow and, and compete and, and maintain the effort that they, they've given up to this point, I, I think you probably, you know, give him another year to see if you can mix some transfers in with the returners that, he, that he's had. Gary, you know, I, I think you give Gary a full season with the skill development. You know, he's a, he's an impact kid next year in the league, and you've got to put a couple more kids with him that that can help him win. And we're not asking them to get to. The top five, right? I just think if you get in that top eight, uh, you're going to be right out of the NCAA bubble. And, and I think that's the expectation of our
1: program. Andy, does Jamarcus Lawrence and Denham Dawson do they remind you of, of any past Huskers or is there a comp in your mind? What's their ceiling in your opinion? They've had good flashes here as young players.
2: Yeah, I think they both have, have the physical tools to, to play in this league. I mean, Dawson uh, is very athletic. Uh, I, I think defensively he's come a long ways. He's improving as a, as a shooter, which you're going to need to, uh, at yeah, kind of that three and four position that, that, that Fred plays him at. You know, Lawrence has really proven that he has the skill to, to play in the league. Uh, you know, he's a catch-and-shoot kid with really good length. You know, he just needs strength and, and experience, so I – I, I do think, you know, I think, uh, you know, Wilhelm Breidenbach has, has proven that, you know, is he a, a starter in this league? No. But but is he able to, to play in this league and contribute? Um, you know, his high school recruiting, I, I think, has been, you know, solid. Not not great, but but solid. And, you know, I think if you keep stacking good high school players that are willing to develop and, and take advantage of the NIL, I, I, I do think Brett could put a, a group together that, that could get to that NCAA bubble. It's just, you know, once again, losing the, the three or four kids that he's going to lose, uh, you know, Trev's going to have to have complete faith that, that he's able to kind of go out and target the same group that he brought in a year ago as one of Dutch kids.
1: Andy, who are you buying and fading in the Big Ten as we get closer to March? Uh, are you in on Northwestern? Do you like Penn State? Does Ohio State still have a heartbeat and? In- you know, who Who after Purdue do you like that could put a run together here, assuming February's not too messy?
2: Yeah, I, I really like uh, – I, I think Illinois is, is going to get some things figured out. Um, you know, I think Northwestern has has good balance guard forwards. I, I think they're playing uh, together as a group. I, I think they're going to hold it there. Um, never doubt uh, Tom Isso. I, you know, I know Purdue got it pretty good. Uh, this weekend, but I think Michigan State, uh, you know, has the ingredients to, to, to keep playing well. Um, Pittman Stadium is really dependent on the three-point shot. I, I think they're, a, you know, a dangerous team that, you know, you could get hot in like a Big Ten tournament and play themselves in, but, but also when you're not dependent on a three-point shot, I, I think consistently over, you know, a month of games, uh, they're going to lose some games that maybe they need to, to get in game tournament. So that's kind of my... My take. I think Maryland solid uh, first year coach. I think they'll keep playing better as well. Uh, you know, Rutgers. I think has the toughness to hang in there. So I think we'll get five in. Uh, you know, may, maybe a 6th uh, You know, we're not real top heavy, but that, that upper third is, is you know really good and you know well coached teams, and I I think given you know given the right matchup could could win a game in the tournament as well.
1: Indiana's looked good recently as well. And and they yeah,
2: they won five straight and they've, they've only lost some, one game at home
0: this yeah, star year.
1: Star Power, but they're they're playing like we haven't seen Indiana play in about twenty years.
2: Which which is strange because they were uh, really a mess and you know, certainly they have one of the best players in the nation, which is kind of throwing them on their back and you know, they're back in the top twenty five, so you know, obviously they're they're positioned to, to get into the tournament. Um, and you know, I, I have not been super impressed with them defensively or their toughness, but they're you know they're making shots, they're scoring right now, and that can cover up a lot of you know defensive warts uh, when to the basket or the ball goes to the basket.
1: Andy Markowski, a couple more minutes with us, A.L. Varsity Radio. The Pious Girls on the road tonight in Kearney. Uh, you were in Iowa City over the uh, the weekend. Uh, great effort, tough ball game, Andy.
2: Yeah, certainly. Uh, you know, five starters in double figures. Uh, I was, you know, a really good team. Obviously, Caleb Clark uh, is, you know, a special talent, unfortunately, for, for us. Uh, you know, had a bad second quarter, uh, had kind of an average third, and, and then really, you know, had an excellent fourth to get back in the game. But, you know, uh, right now the Big Ten has four teams in the top 10. Uh, they have Michigan State on, on, on Thursday, and then a, a couple of winnable games to, to follow that. So they're, they're still on the bubble, Chris. I, I hope. Uh, yeah, I, I hope they can they keep winning their home games and, and maybe sell a, a road game out of Michigan or out of Illinois and give themselves another, you know, kind of a resume-building win to, to get off that bubble.
0: Yeah, with, with Nebraska sitting in eighth in the Big Ten right now, Andy, how, how many teams in the the women's side of the Big Ten do you think you're going to make the dance?
2: Yeah, if you, if you look at the projections right now, the cutoff is is at eight. Um, I think Purdue and Nebraska, or that seventh and eighth team, and, and both have the ability to to play themselves on or are off that last spot. I think the bubble is a little a little soft to my eye um, after kind of the last four. in, you look at the next eight teams, and, and certainly Nebraska has uh, a good resume with wins over you know Kansas at Maryland. Uh, they play their you know I think they're the only other UConn's the only other team that have played eleven quad one games. Um, so you hope they get the benefit. They beat Mississippi State, which is on the bubble with them as well. So, you know, I, I think seven uh, is, is is probably the number, but it, it could go to eight if if both uh, you know Purdue and, and Nebraska you know win the games that they should win down the stretch here.
1: Eddie, tell us about tonight's matchup with the Pious Girls and Carney, and and what's in store uh, tonight.
2: Yeah, well, Kearney is, is is good. I think they they're right in that top ten mix. You know, certainly on the road, they're 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 a really good home team. They've played uh, you know some of the best teams in Class A competitive at Kearney. So we have a really tough week. We're on the road uh, here. Then we've got a top ten team at North Star at home Friday. And then we go on the road to the Bellevue West on on Saturday, which uh, is never I think two all class right now. So so a lot of games this week. Uh, so it'll it'll kind of tell us where we're at. And uh, you know, if we get through this week uh, with a few wins, uh, it'll help position us for those district home games.
0: Yeah, and Andy, as you start getting closer to districts, I know you got some some big games coming up here over the next week or so. But how do you keep the girls focused on the here and now, the the, the, the task at hand, as opposed to looking ahead to, to districts and potentially a state tournament?
2: Well, when you when you you know play in Class A, you have to take a game to game. The coaching is so good that the, the balance of teams is, is is you know very competitive and. You know, the advantage of being in class A, the, the the better you play during the season, you get rewarded, you know, with your with your points to A, get home district games, or, or B, position yourself for a wild card if you happen to stub your toe in district. So, you know, our kids and girls know how important each game is. Um, you know, we've been on the, the the wrong side of a district loss and, and, and uh, fortunately got the, the wild card a year ago. So, you know, just... You know, the messaging is Kearney, is and, and then we'll worry about North Star uh, starting tomorrow. So we have a, a pretty mature group. We have four seniors that are being good leaders, and you, know, you, you hope they can stay focused on the task at hand, and, and that's trying to uh, be competitive and win in a, a tough environment tonight at Kearney.
1: Andy Markowski with us. Find him on Twitter at Markowski underscore Andy. Andy, always appreciate your insight, bud. Safe travels, and thanks for the time.
2: Thanks for having me, guys.
1: Good stuff from Andy Markowski. Hale Varsity Radio continues. We'll dive into some Big Ten football thoughts. Uh, Can Nebraska rise in 2023? Open phones till 6 with Hale Varsity.